people at a soul level are drawn to me because they know I can support them. So the actual soul of the person, which we'll just call their full potential, their highest identity, like literally if they, if they were to strip away any sort of trauma, baggage, anything that came through in their DNA, through their parents, if we were to take that all away and just look at the, the, the purest state of your, your render, so what you came here to do, their soul finds me because at a higher level, they know, say, we're a match. So even if it's not conscious and light bulbs start to turn on. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dachis-Marmet. We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. We're already having so many people ask when our next upcoming seven-day functional medicine liver detox is. So, so we want you to save the date um, and plan ahead. It's going to start on Sunday, January 10th and run through January 16th. So right in the new year, we can get started on our quarterly liver detox. And there will have more information to come, but right now you can head on over to our website, www.theartoflivingwell.us slash programs for more information. You can sign up and get your kit today. You could gift it to someone for the holidays. And And thank you. (laughs) Hello and welcome to episode number 56 of the Art of Living Well podcast. Before we jump into today's conversation, we have an ask of our listeners. If you are enjoying this podcast, we would absolutely love if you took just two minutes to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcast. Doing this really helps us reach more people so that others can benefit from the information and inspiring conversations that we share. We'd also love for you to tag us on social media, share any episode with family or friends or anyone who you think would benefit from this information. We are honored and so excited to bring you today's guest, Vanessa Files. Vanessa Files is a lifestyle guide and healer from another planet who has been put on this earth to help us step into our power and our purpose. Vanessa helps people stay committed to their spiritual practices through live weekly guided meditations. She's the creator of Meditate, V's online membership program, a first of its kind monthly subscription, as well as her flagship eight-week course, Activate, which aligns people to their sole purpose helping them to hone their gifts and get their talents launched into the world. Vanessa believes that life is much simpler than we allow it to be, which I think a lot of us are starting to realize during this pandemic as we've been forced to slow down. Vanessa refers to her approach as modern therapy, which recognizes the shift in superconsciousness that has happened on our planet and the deep need many have to reconnect with themselves and be of service to the world. From this foundation, Vanessa guides clients to discover self-conversation and spiritual practice that truly works for them. 
She believes that we were all born with innate potential and have entered this lifetime to have certain experiences and to learn from these experiences. Over years of conditioning, such as our lineage, cultural experiences, how we were parented, our educational systems, and the media, we begin at an early age to unconsciously adopt and conform to expected roles, thought processes, and perspectives. These thoughts and expectations often leave us unaware of our greater potential and losing sight of who we really are. Vanessa works with clients to go directly to the source to determine the obstacles that keep you from achieving the discovery of your true self. I can speak to this personally as I've worked with Vanessa several times and I always leave our sessions amazed, enlightened, and inspired to take specific actions that she recommends to enact real change. In today's conversation, we talk about 2020 and how we have shifted and will continue to shift during this pandemic so that we can come into our innate truth. She shares her advice to parents about our children and how they have chosen us and how we can learn from them. You'll also learn and get to experience this for yourself during today's episode as Vanessa was kind enough to take us all on a deep guided meditation. If you're driving or don't have time right now, I highly recommend saving this episode and going back and doing the meditation. It's about 30 minutes, so um, allow yourself some time. But whether you're a newbie to meditation or um, practice this regularly, it's an experience that you won't want to miss. Vanessa reassures us that we are all exactly where we need to be. And with that, let's dive into this fascinating and enlightening conversation with the wonderful Vanessa Files. Vanessa, thank you much. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Art of Living Well podcast today. You know, it's funny, you were on our initial list of guests to have on the show since we um, launched the podcast almost a year ago. And so I just think it's the perfect time now to share your talents and your gifts with our audience. And I remember meeting you at the Fit and Fly Girl Retreat back in the spring of 2019 in Palm Springs. And I just remember that first night, we all got to experience your wonderful mind travel meditation. And then I remember talking with you on the bus as we went to Joshua Tree and at dinner one night. And I just knew you were such a powerful and special healer that I would want to hire you for some private one-on-one sessions, which I did after we returned. And this past weekend, I was so fortunate enough to attend one of your outdoor mind travel meditations in nature, which you started doing here in Minneapolis, um, which was just so amazing and really grounding. So we just have, so you have so much insight on as to what is going on in the world right now that we can't wait for this conversation today. So we'd love to get started for just having you talk a little bit about your background and your journey and how did you become this intuitive healer and exactly what exactly is a lifestyle guide, which I know is how you refer to yourself. Amazing. Well, thank you. So exciting. And I remember that, um, that moment on the bus that I just felt like we, when you're with a group, there was probably 20 to 25 women. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting to just get into that flow with each and everyone and have that experience, especially when you're coming from the lens of where I was on the retreat, kind of working with the group. Mm -hmm. So I do remember that moment um, where we it just felt like we kind of like bonded. I think you asked me some questions. And so that, that was yeah. really, really neat. And I'm, I'm so excited that you, that you launched this. Um, so lifestyle guide. 
Um, I'll back up. So I'll just give a little insight into my path, kind of what led me to this point. Um, I grew up in Wisconsin to parents who um, really nurtured the, the health side for, for the time. So my dad was kind of always a man of the land. He grew up in the city, but he really enjoys um, being on the property. And that's actually where I am now. Um, and so we always came to the land as children. And then my mother was a chiropractor. So it was kind of a nice blend of being in nature and kind of working with the rhythm of, you know, the seasons. He was big into planting, big into restoring the property um, back to its natural state, which is prairie in southern Minnesota. And then, you know, we were, we were infused with more of a holistic just living being that we were, I mean, she had a home office, so we would literally get adjusted whenever we needed it. Um, so that was kind of just like the blend of my background, but then I was also put into Catholic school. So neither of my parents are very religious, but we had the, I had the background and just being my natural, this, you know, my natural curiosity. Um, I was always pretty skeptical, but also, um, very soulful. So to hear, you know, the stories and the philosophy of Catholicism, it was something that I, I definitely like adapted to. Um, so it wasn't until I left, you know, the home because I went through to Catholic school all through high school that in college, I really started to dig in with the questioning as I was just coming more into me. And I just think, um, and I see this often with young people, you kind of need that space after you leave the home to start to come into your true identity because you can be pretty, um, your, your experience can be impacted just by, you know, what's around you. So um, I really started to ask some questions and I stopped going to church because I was finding that it wasn't really getting me anywhere. I didn't feel better. I didn't feel, and I, I, the interesting aspect of this now, even as I talk about it is that I didn't like, I never had any sort of force that I had to go to church. Like some of my friends had parents who this was like, really, I, I was really trying to figure this out for myself. So I stopped going to church and, um, I started to gravitate toward um, healers, mentors, deeper therapies, and really books at that point were probably my main resource. So specifically, someone shared with me a list of books to read. It was like a five list book to read on like a little note piece of paper. Um, he's like, read these. And I think the first one was a Wayne Dyer. And that's what I started with. And that pretty much unlocked the code. So it was literally like someone gave me a key and opened up my brain. And that's then what started to just open me up to this other realm of possibility. So I graduated with a business marketing degree, um, went on to my first job, kind of went down the fundraising track. And then it was in that career. I was there for five years, probably within year one, I could tell that I, there was just a lot more for me to do. So I started applying the principles, the manifestation principles that I was reading about and learning about within my career. It was kind of like, well, what do I have to lose? 
And then that's where really everything started to open up and the gifts that were probably there as a child that were kind of dimmed down being in that kind of conformed education started to turn back on. And so I started to really recognize and realize that I was clairaudient, clairvoyant, clairsentient, pretty much all the clairs. My strongest clair is probably the knowing. Um, but then the beautiful thing about that is just my natural curiosity of continuing to ask. And I've really never been able to be put into a box. So with even spiritual spirituality and kind of the world of, you know, self self-development, you can still get trapped in a box. And so I would even go beyond that to where I ended up manifesting a career with a mentor of mine. Um, I worked for him for about a year and a half coincide with this corporate job. And then that's what kind of pushed me to start the business. And it eventually led me to, it was like a red carpet rolled out and I was <laughs> I was able to leave with a severance from this job and I already had started the business. So I had a small base of clients. And the, the main thing that started to happen as I was working with people, my office was like a revolving door. So people would just show up all the time. And I, I started to realize like, I'm not here to raise the money. Like I'm actually changing the actual, like I'm doing light work on the kind of, icky stuff that was going on that had to be pulled out and people are just gravitating to me. And so when these people would be in my office, I would hear, take them into meditation. And I, I would like laugh. I'm like, I am going to take these people into meditation. So I just did it. And that's what I help people to understand is like, you have to just take the first initiative. You have to take the step. So if I was getting the call, I needed to answer. And then as I would answer, things would start to show up. So my learning you know, I didn't go to any sort of course or study on how to teach meditation. It was, I jumped right into it and then I would be shown things. And then as I would be shown things or downloaded with information, I would go just about my business and I would run into the teaching. So then maybe I would read a book and it would be like, tell me, it would teach me about the chakras or it would, I would literally get the teaching after I saw the vision. And then that's how I'd be able to put it together. So this could sound pretty overwhelming to our audience, right? Because we're talking about a lot of like big picture kinds of things, right? Mm -hmm. That you're talking about right now. So how, like, what exactly do you do? What, what is a lifestyle guide and what are you doing now with all of this stuff that you just explained? So in simple terms, people at a soul level are drawn to me because they know I can support them. So the actual soul of the person, which we'll just call their full potential, their highest identity, like literally if they, if they were to strip away any sort of trauma, baggage, anything that came through in their DNA, through their parents, if we were to take that all away and just look at the, the, the purest state of your, your render, so what you came here to do, their soul finds me because at a higher level, they know, say we're a match. So even if it's not conscious and light bulbs start to turn on. So earlier when we mentioned how me and Stephanie, how I remember that connection, she might've just, well, I don't know how she experienced it. How I experienced it was I literally saw her soul come into body and like a light bulb go on. And it's like, Oh <laughs> yeah. So 
I kind of watched this and, and of course, early on, like, you don't really put yourself in that position. We're, we're, we're actually taught our whole life to do the opposite of that, you know? Right. So um, it, it, it took a lot of uh, practice and trusting and listening to that next call to just say, okay, if I'm getting asked to take someone in meditation, then do it. So now I'm so aware that I don't hesitate, you know, and I have my own system of asking. So if I need to check in, if it's something I need to share with the person, if it's something that's just for me to know, if it's something for me to describe in a certain way. So then what I do when, I, when we find that we're a match, I basically am able to see how they, so you know, all like the personality tests that are able, you're able to figure out how you receive or recall or Mm-hmm. expand, you know, through information, I then teach based on how they would receive. So I can give it in microdose. Some people are ready for the whole dose. And then there's a whole range between there. And that's then how I work with individuals, groups. It, it doesn't matter if it's a, you know, I, I can, I, I work with basically the level in which people are at so that I can speak so that they can understand it. And oftentimes, and this is now where we're going in the new world, we don't really have time for that anymore. So when people don't understand what I'm saying, it's actually a good thing because it starts to, it, it doesn't close your brain loop. Everybody's looking just to like get the information, make it work in their little box. And then it's like, oh, check. I don't want people to do that. So that's, you know, if you're familiar with Tony Robbins, he uses the F word. It's, you know, it's a neuro, it it changes the the neurology of your brain. It messes with your system. So I do it a little differently. Um, But when you're actually confused or you can't finish a thought loop and it doesn't satisfy you, that's actually quite brilliant because- It's curiosity, right? Well, yeah, but now your system's going to go out and- close it and find the information. And then you're expanding, you know, you're, 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 you're able to bring in new, new ways of processing. Right. And not just stay in your own little bubble, if you will, like you were sort of referring to earlier. Yes. And I think just from personal experience, you know, I probably didn't have that same um, innate feeling that you did when we, when we first talked on the bus, but I can tell you the first time I worked with you and I had that one-on-one session the insight that you had, I mean, about my children and my lineage and, you know, was just mind blowing. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we can even get into a little bit like the programs. Like I know you talk a lot about, we all are programmed and we, whether we had trauma or just our environment and those who raised us, whatever it was from childhood, but you know, and how that really impacts who we are today um, and kind of breaking through some of that and going digging deep to get to that soul level to figure out what's our full potential. Maybe you can just talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. So to relate it to the experience that we've been in in 2020, um, we we were brought to a stop. We were brought to a stopping point. And so what that beyond you know you can you can you can list off all the reasons why it stopped, you know, and we can keep that at a pretty surface level and most people's brains do that. But ultimately it shifted how we do things and and those shifts are going to continue, you know, as we move into this new world and how we're shaping and how things are working. And we, we do, you know, education, how we do work, how we do relationship. 
And so it, it forces us when, when we get pushed into that, that stop, we have to look at how we render, like how, literally how our system works with the reality of what's occurring. So that's what, that's what made most people go bonkers. And a lot of people, so the people who say thrived during 2020, they started to do their work. They were probably pioneers of this. Um, not right, not wrong. It's just, it just is an is. The, the people who got very destabilized for the first time, they might've started to actually get rattled. It's like their internal system. There could have been things and chances are there were that were starting to wake them up. They could have had high levels of anxiety. They could have gotten some sort of diagnosis within their physical or nutrition where they really had to start to say, look at, because if we're working in the physical, that's where you're going to get hit. If you're choosing to say, do modern therapy or hire a lifestyle guide, or there's, there's many ways you can go about it. If you're choosing that, then likely you're going to have a little bit more of an ease transitioning. So when that starts to occur, when you get stopped and you have to literally see how you react in a circumstance, you start to notice how your central nervous system was set up. And so for many, it starts in womb. So when you're in womb, depending on what's occurring, what's happening, what the circumstances, were you expected? Are they excited? Is there stress going on? Is there preconceived information that's already coming in based on things that have already happened in the lineage? So loss, disease, all of this comes into play. So that's when most people are ready in, in utero. The embryo starts to pick up on all of this. And then essentially, you are the creation of the two people that you created through. So now you pop out and depending on where the parents are in their experience of life, where they're at with their emotional bodies, what they were allowed to express, transcend, clean up, clear up before they're bringing this life into the world, chant, you're, you're just the most updated version. So here you are, you know, doing the things. And then at some point in that experience, you're going to wake up to the very thing, the very identity that you designed in, that you created in. So that's when you start to pull away the layers and start to see how you were created. The interesting thing about the kids now that are coming in, they're not putting up with this because the shift has happened. So they're actually not taking on their parents' junk. Even animals aren't. A lot of people's animals died. Um, because they're like, okay, we're done. We're not doing this anymore. Or they realized like they had to start taking it on. So when you're starting to realize who you created through and when these things are starting to pull away, the experience of that feels as though you're back in it. So a lot of times people are recalling their, you know, their trauma, which can identify as your personality. Because when you're little, when you're 
starting to adapt the reality around you, you you're protecting essentially your system of how you are perceiving things or creating things. And then you set up filters or walls or patterns or programs. But it's very common that a person starts to identify that as their personality. And so the reason I mentioned in the beginning, the central nervous system is because, well, this is true for you, Stephanie. And I think I've spoken to you this, this kind of way that you get through the, the world and through life where you're like, you know, you're kind of hyper, you're organized, you got a lot of thinking thoughts, you like, that's not her. That's what she created so that she could survive and thrive in her environment. Interesting. Right. Yeah. And then there's moments where you'll fall back into. And so that's her, that's her ability where she's getting into. And that's like a really awesome place to get where you can literally see, okay, this is one way to be because essentially it's rooted in things that aren't even real. So -hmm. if we were to then trace back, if we were to go back and look at like, okay, mom and dad, who ran more of that like hyperactive type pattern? And then I'm getting dad's side and then I'm getting like three generations back where it got set. And that I just see that. So like when I just ask and I'm looking at her, I can just go back and I can go, oh, see, I see it. It's like a computer program. So this isn't like wooey, weird. It's literally science. It's like the computer program or the application that you were to download. Okay, how did I create through? And then it literally shows you, well, you got this and you got this, but you're running more of the propensity of this. And so then this is what's created. That's it. That's all it is. So I have a question for you. So for someone who hasn't worked with like a more alternative healer, Mm -hmm. can you explain how this is? um, I know that you kind of refer to it as modern day therapy. How is it different than more traditional therapy? I mean, we're kind of hearing that, but specifically how is it? (laughs) Yeah, most people would focus on the circumstance Uh and nothing is why it's happening. Like nothing is why you think it's why it's happening. So if you're in a partnership and your husband is driving you bonkers and you're like, we got to go to therapy, chances are your husband has some cleaning up to do around like age 16, 14, 15. They got stunted into their ability to step into their identity as a man. And so you could go round and round and round. And that's just one example. Okay. So let's take the example of, um, so you're saying, just to clarify, I, what I thought you were going to say is that it's really not your husband's issue, it's really your issue, like in terms of the circumstance. But what you're saying, is, yeah, that kind of confused me, actually. Well, I guess it could go either way. So definitely then we would go, okay, why did you, where are you stunted that you would attract that? Mm-hmm. And then we can pull that apart. So I I do a lot of work with couples in the sense of like, whatever's occurring, like, great, let's use it, let's work with it. But then we're going to pull back to see where this got presented as to why you're showing up this way. Because literally, you just came together to clear this. You guys want to transcend from it, the two people, you know, you want to come together, honor it, go do the work, become whole, dissolve it, drop it. 
and then keep walking forward, you know, together if, if that's the path. But so it, it, it takes basically what could take like three to five years can happen in a session. Huh. Because not only are we just identifying it, then we go into meditation and we clean it up. So there's actually very active resources to say like, all right, it, like you, male, are going to go write a letter to your inner child or your father, and we can actually work through to, to bring up whatever didn't get released. Because maybe at that point, it's very common whenever, when something occurred where someone got blocked up, they didn't have the language or the ability to communicate because they never saw the parents do it. The parents, mm-hmm. most parents, most people's parents are stunted at like two years, three years, four years old emotionally, because that just wasn't available to talk about your feelings and get this out, you know, and now we're really, you know, just as we do with our children, there's, there's much more modern parenting now where we, 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 we realize where when we see a child in distress, we need to actually guide them into their feelings so they can express and they don't have to hold on to it. So most people's children, because, and that's where I was going earlier, these children that are, that are coming in, they are, they're just staying in their bodies. They're not getting pulled out and distorted by the lineage. They're kind of holding strong. And then it's, it's forcing the parents to wake up. So the, the kid, it's very common that the kid, depending on the age the kid becomes, where, where the parent or the adult may have had the trauma, that's when it becomes available to access, when the kid is the age where you had that trauma. So it's almost like the generation that Stephanie and I are both in, we're kind of stuck between the parents that were maybe the non-communicative type and had all this baggage and our kids who are like more open and whatever. And we're just trying to navigate that between those two generations. Is that hundred percent kind of sum up what you're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Vanessa, one of the things that we've talked about in our sessions, and I want you to, um, I want to mention the book that you had me read. I listened to it on Audible, The Awakened Family. Mm-hmm. But I think too, what you're getting at, like a lot of time as I'm speaking from experience as parents, we think we have the answers. Well, that's sort of like the generation, our, our parents' generation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I firmly believe in working with you and just other people in reading is that I think our kids are really here to help us, you know, and they almost can help expose our, the programs that we're trying to dismantle. Um, And so I'd love for you to talk a little bit, just expand on the advice that you have for parents who are raising kids and, you know, in this current environment, and obviously given in the pandemic as well, and talk a little bit about those theories in the book and the Awakened Family, because I found it to be fascinating and I wanted to kind of like redo how I parent. I wish I had read that book sooner. Because um, really, it, it kind of comes back to us a little bit what Marnie was saying. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. the ones as parents that have work to do. It's not necessarily the kids that we just say, oh, they have work to do. Or, you know, I think sometimes we project some of our inner child and fears and insecurities um, on our kids a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's start there to clean and clear this up just for people so they can hear, you're exactly where you need to be. So 
you didn't need to do anything pre this. And frankly, you don't have to do anything post this. We, we really want to get out of this mindscape that this is work. When you're actually just allowing the situation to be like, okay, well, I picked my parents because those were the perfect two people that I needed to come through that have these experiences then to awaken up to this and then to stop whatever was done in the lineage to not go on and not push on. And the children, they chose you. So they chose you and this experience so that you guys could do this together. And that's the interesting space we're in with the children and then how we're creating the new world. So it's mainly the, it's so interesting to me through the experience of how much change has happened this year. The, how, like the kids who are stuck in thinking that this is like horrible and it's like that's how programmed they got you know and this is amazing this is beautiful the 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 tech the 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 way in which we've been treating children each other our bodies is highly abusive and distorted we're we're actually moving into a time that in all this all this sludge and grudge has to clear out because what's actually possible is for these, the, the, like the tenderness of the soul, the purity of the soul, like that's all what's really coming up. So that fear of like, oh, I wish I would have done this sooner or I have so much work to do, it, it holds you in those lower frequencies of the very thing that's just trying to leave. So that's what, that's what a lot of people confuse with doing the work the self-work, mm-hmm. it will be the hardest thing you do, hardest work you'll do, but it's the most rewarding and it, it's worth it all because it's literally opening you up into the purity of you. So that's why, and what comes right along with this is change of lifestyle, detox, literally having to see how we've been handling our, our healthcare, how we think about the the ways in which the human body heals itself you know it's like a lot of a lot of that that think around our food and our medicine and our well-being it's been it's been highly distorted and so when we actually come into our true identity we start to recall so this actually happened this morning on a session with a woman and this is so many people within this time, people are starting to recall what they're really here to do. The, the, actual, the actual lines they come through, they know how to heal their bodies. They know how to work in community. They know how to heal their families and their planet, the planet, you know? So the kids come in and they're just like, bing, we're here. And then that starts to wake up the parents. And so the beginning of the experience is it, it can feel like an overwhelm. It can feel like, oh, we have so much to do. Duh, duh. But really, it's just, it's all the baggage that's come up to the surface to go bye-bye. So you can actually, when you're in the experience of it, you can actually start to see it push out. And then you'll actually see both the versions. You'll see the old version leaving, and then you'll see the new glimmer and glimpse of what's coming. And that's kind of what we've gotten to start to see this year about what we're creating and what we're coming into. And so 
it really takes everyone to, to, to take responsibility for your vessel, your soul, your purity, what you came here to really show up as. And then it's less about the action or the word because you're literally embracing the essence. And that's what we'll do when we take people into a guided meditation. We'll actually pull people into their bodies so they can feel their own strength. And then it's like riding a bike. You have the ability to to sense it, you know, that balance, that connection. And then you're more readily available. It's more readily available for you to, to wake up in the morning and, and recall or come into. And then just like anything, it's just a natural process. The more, the more time and energy and effort you put into respecting the vessel through meditation, through mindfulness, whatever that looks like for you, it, it, everything around you just starts to shift. And the, the time aspect is something else that's been shifting. We, we, we've moved out of linear time and how we're doing things. So that's even why in this year, we've, people who have been opening up to this, 2012 was a big opening, um, 2018 was a big opening. They've felt this. They've started to move away from time. It's why like that hustle mentality is out the door um, like, you know, the sleep is like important. People are actually starting to respect it. You know, it's, it's, we're, we're literally starting to work with the possibility of how we actually run, you know? So, um, and as women, and this is a big time for women, and we're seeing this with even the mother, you know, the earth, mother nature, how much she's just transcending and showing us the truth they're coming into their power because this is the exchange now that's happening. The, the woman is the spiritual leader. They hold that connection to the earth, just like you held your child. And then as that child appeared on the planet, you helped them to understand, now we live on earth. Your center point is gravity. You're held upright. The sky's up here. You have connection to source. So, that is our ability and our responsibility to expand out that essence and just be in that essence. And so that's kind of the beauty of the transition. So within the family, for example, the woman coming into body, it's not so much about teaching your kids what to do in a way of like, well, this is what I know. So this is what we're going to do. It's more about being in the flow of your body holding in the present moment and then when the kid is in your presence, you're actually in time. You're actually modern. You're, you're, you're not in the past or in the future. And then there's a respect. And then there's a natural flow that starts to happen within the home, within your relationships, within your career, with what you're trying to create. Wow. I know. I, I mean, that you just gave me so much to think about. I'm like trying to process and digest everything you just said. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I worked with you and it's still like, wow, like, for me. Um. Yeah. So thinking about everything you just said, can we pivot and talk about current times right now? And um, I, we, we both know a little bit just from listening to and other places that you're interested in astrology and you talk a little bit about the age of Aquarius. 
Can you explain what that means and how this current pandemic is allowing people to kind of grow and get what they need? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So in the year 2000, we transitioned out of the Piscean era and we moved into the Aquarian age. So just as each individual has their, most people know their sun sign, their, their horoscope. And so, you know, when you were born, the sun was in this, you know, planet or this, this house. And, and so like, for example, I'm a Pisces based on where I was born. So most people know that. So that same uh, wheel sits on the planet. And so every several thousands of years, it's around 2000, we switch and we move into a different um, era. So we moved out of Piscean and we moved into the Aquarian age in the year 2000. And that's why a lot of these big openings starting to happen that I referenced before. Mm -hmm. So being that it's 2020, it's set to be fully integrated by 2035. So it's kind of like, you know, mass level of humanity, mass consciousness had to kind of wake up to it. So that's how I understand what occurred because if you, if you kind of sit back and think about the awarenesses people are having and some of the truths that are being pulled out and people are like having to face and see, which it's icky. It's just like the personal stuff. You know, it's like, you feel like, Oh my gosh, the time's worse than ever. But if you were to think about it, how else could you change a culture? How else, how else could you change a big think? So of course, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy around what even, what this was or what this is, or is it true? Or is it, that doesn't really matter because what we're seeing is no matter what this had to happen. So depending on which reality you live in, and this is what's becoming available now through the Aquarian age and through the rise of consciousness, people are actually learning how to jump reality. So some people didn't live in the trauma drama of say COVID. They, knew it was coming, they're aware, and it's like, well, this is how we're going to work through it. And this is how, you know, we're going we're gonna to actually stabilize through this experience and hold space for other people to wake up and let this, let this fall away so that we can move into the possibility. So the actual characteristics of the Aquarian Age are creativity, love, individuality, community, and service. Hmm. So as we think about you know, coming into our true purpose connection, why we're here, what this time has given us a lot of opportunity to think about where we literally had to stop, come into present is that individuality aspect. So discovering what the truth is and there's really only one truth and that's that alignment that I keep speaking to to that, that core, that earth plane when we're, when we're fully in that present moment. But don't you think that there's one truth for everybody? Like for your own self, like what my truth is may be different than your truth when you say there's only one truth. Yeah, I think as a collective, we're being drawn into one reality. Let's call it reality. Okay. So what really keeps people out of time is what they've identified as true and truth. And most people, and 
I just see it in meditation. They are so off base with what's really happening. And it's because they live in the past. They live in their pain. They mm -hmm. live in what someone told them to believe because they were never, they, they never felt whole based on the lack of what they received in the womb, in the childhood, in the nourishment, in the nurture. Now, the soul is infinite. And th that's just the experience one needed to come to have. But, but that's what, that's where, that's where the issues come is when there's a conflict around, around a truth. And so the one reality, which is just the best way to describe it, if we were just to put an X axis on the earth plane and that's held in the core of the earth, that's reality. Take everything else away. So it doesn't really matter what someone's opinion is because your opinion is going to be based on what you experienced and what you went through, which is valid. So we can validate people through their experience and what's occurred and why they chose at some level to have that experience. But then what brings us into alignment is coming into present time. So stripping away whatever did occur or didn't occur, it's like, well, this is what's happening now. And then, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll actually show I'll guide you through the experience of coming into that alignment so people can actually experience it. And then, yeah, that's your truth, you know, and that's, that's the oneness. That's the one truth. That's the connection we all, we all hold. We're all here to experience. So is it almost like getting out of your brain, getting out of your head oh, and yeah. just like, like, like here I am sitting on this chair right now, listening to you talk. And that's all there is. It's exactly right. And that, that, that freaks people out. Mm -hmm. because I think we, a lot of people like be, being stuck in the past. And oh, yeah. You know, and I think if you take this current pandemic, and the, all of us have had interactions with people, friends, neighbors, family, and we're all at different points. But so many of them are, you know, complaining about 2020 or looking forward to 2021 or talking about 2019. And it's just, no, there's so many people are not in their, this collective reality, what you're talking about. And so maybe this is a great time to dive into the, into the meditation. Yeah. And kind of show that. I'm super ready. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. And that's, yeah, that's really the cool thing about the meditation. Even when I'm working with clients, it's like, I, I like to get updates and get the info, but then it's like, I really don't, we don't really need all the details because most people's experience of what's occurring is just based in what they've been through or what they've experienced. So mm -hmm. to use myself as an example, last night I was talking to my mentor and we were having a conversation on relationships and he, he literally said like, you are, you're holding a lot of these ideals and they're not based in anything. And so when something comes up for you, and, and I understand where the ideals came from. It came from trauma in the childhood that set my personality to essentially protect myself from, you know, not getting hurt or feeling loved or feeling nurtured. So now as a 34-year-old woman who's open to, you know, relationship and intimacy and vulnerability, that those filters are leaving. And so you'll literally draw when you're, when you're this aware, which everybody's getting the opportunity to come to, and I'll break it down for steps for the viewers. So they feel like they can, you know, what, what, what can I do from this point after we meditate? 
Um, when you're that aware, then you, it's like, you're just watching it come by like a movie to say, like dissolve and recycle. It's like, oh, that's done because it's, it's essentially keeping, it's the only thing between, and this is what we've seen on the planet. It's like, we're calling it the, the great divide. You know, you, you literally don't even know who you can talk to or hug or look at in the eye or smile at. Um, it's, it's the same thing with the individual. It's the only thing between, between you and what you are just so deeply desiring. Okay. So let's go ahead and for the viewers, you're going to just, um, just notice your physical body. So you're going to just start by taking your hands, noticing where they're resting, starting to feel the weight, eyes are open, starting to feel the weight of your hips, your spine. And we're going to just connect to our surroundings. So notice your four walls, ceiling, floor. And then keeping eyes open, we're going to just let something draw into view. So just stop at a, an object. Noticing the color, the texture, the identity of what you connected to. And then let's go ahead and close the eyes. And we'll take a collective exhale. So letting anything go out the lungs. And we'll inhale together in through nose, four or five count, inhale. Let the belly fill, the diaphragm fill, the chest fill, hold at the top. Exhale, side out. Inhale, in through nose. Hold at the top. Scan from your throat all the way down to your groin, front side body. Hold. Exhale. Inhale in through nose. Hold at the top, locate the spine at the base of the brain and just follow it down to your sacrum. Squeeze bowel, squeeze fists. Pop the crown open like you could open an air vent on the top of a grill. Exhale, let it go. For that last exhale, we're going to continue inhaling, exhaling through the nose. And just starting to get into the vibration of your cells. So with each breath, just acknowledging each cell on the internal. So starting at the lungs, coming down to the diaphragm, the belly, just noticing that whole central location, turning on, lighting up as the cells on your internal start to receive that breath, that oxygen. And we're gonna imagine turning the brain on airplane mode. So you can just slide that button off of the, turning off the thinking thoughts, continue breathing. 
and hitting pause around you. So outside about a 20 foot bubble, expand it all around you. Just imagine you can hit a pause button. And we're just holding in present moment time. You can let yourself know that you're completely secure because you have a backbone and you can take a rest. Reciting to yourself, it is safe to rest. Go ahead and draw your attention to the center of the belly, right behind the navel point. And just starting to turn on light up, a really beautiful light violet light. It might be, there might be a symbol attached to that violet light. It could look like a violet flower, violet flame, violet star. And just expand that light. So letting that violet light start to open, expand, extend with each breath turning on, lighting up that belly on the internal, the digestion, small intestine, large intestine, getting into the detail of the low back, wrap, wrapping down into the low belly. And then we're gonna let gravity pull this light and continue to expand down into our hips, our seat, getting into the detail of the groin, letting that whole lower region from your navel to just the tops of your thighs light up in that purple light. Get into the detail of your flesh. So noticing your perfect skin tone, the blood flow, the hair follicles, the blood, the flesh, the bone that make up that upper thigh coming into the detail of your kneecap as we draw this light down, backs of knees, fronts of knees. Turning on, lighting up, letting the energy pull down into the front of your shin, the back of your calf, Getting into the detail of the ankle, the heel, the toes, and moving, transporting to an earth plane. So let yourself stand on the most brilliant plot of land and let your energy, as soon as your feet land on that cush of that land, we're going to move through the earth plane. We're going we're gonna to break through the earth in thirds. So if you were to look at a globe, break it up into thirds upon reaching the core of the earth. Let's move through layer one. So let the violet light within you notice if it's transitioned, the color, if it, if it exits out the feet. Some people might be seeing a really brilliant orange. Go ahead and just let it penetrate that first uh, layer of the earth crust. Moving through the dirt rock, reaching water, expand, extend. We're gonna go from layer one to two. I'm assisting all of you in letting your energy draw down. Continue to feel the weight of gravity pulling. You can even imagine you attach a weight to the end of your internal light, internal root system. Let that weight draw you through layer two. And then approaching three, we start to get into some really beautiful purples and oranges. And you're gonna wash through layer three and meet the core of the earth. So the core of the earth is burning in the most beautiful golden orange flame. Let your light connect. And as that light starts to draw closer and starts to connect, 
notice how you're positioned. So most people, about 60% of these, this group, these you meditators, you're, you're being, you're, you're off of time at about 45 degrees and you're, you're at a diagonal on the earth plane. So when you lock and connect, go ahead and see yourself pull to the midline. And I'm assisting you. So now from the top of that point, you're being held straight up and down, held at the midpoint. Now go ahead and look down from where your feet are resting and see that line of connection. It feels like a great distance and we're gonna shrink that for you. So before we shrink it, you're gonna command your energy. So from your navel point, if you were to send out the most massive blue light, shoot it out at about 10 feet, straight up from your belly button, let it wrap on your right behind you to the left in front of you, creating a nice solid sphere wrapping you. Now send that blue energy through, pulsate it through the core of the earth, connect lock hook. Imagine that blue light has the tightest grips that just lock hook connect connect, actually melt into the core of the earth. The earth lets you know it's going to create an unbreakable bond. And now we're going to pull up fuel up and we're going to shrink the distance between you and the core of the earth. So literally imagine you can pull up the mass power of the mother and you receive that through a rise of energy that comes up through the lines, the tethers that you ran through the core of the earth. So you're going to pull up on your left side body, right side body, pulling up at an equal distance, like you're taking a big drink through two straws. And then when it starts to arrive right at the base of your feet, go ahead and let it arrive in body. So we're going to pull through your left side first, letting the energy run up through your the base of your foot coming up in through your knee your hip your navel point and then go ahead and let that energy rest right there at your navel point and the energy that's pulling up and in is a really beautiful still seeing a lot of these kind of purples and oranges presenting more as orange and then we're going to pull up on your right side so go ahead and receive through your right side and just giving your body the indicator that it, it's safe to receive and go ahead and pull up through that right leg and let the energy come into the ankle, the kneecap, the hip, and then just melt. So go ahead and just let this orange and purple light melt and open up this whole navel center. So your navel point is your second chakra. This is your creativity. And as you open and receive the ultimate fuel, purpose, passion, creativity in your navel center, it's, it's just returning on the, the birthright, the design of your creativity. So think, for those of you that have children, you know, just imagine that miracle of that child. That's you. That's your creation. Um, it's also, you know, sometimes we take that for granted, um, it's, it's literally think of yourself as that new little fresh, uh, baby, that ultimate creativity that you essentially were created through creative out of. 
And then we're going to melt down and we're going to turn on light up your first chakra. So if you were to directly draw down, like at the point of a triangle, go to the base of your seat and just imagine we can light up a white light. You can imagine lighting a white candle, letting a white flame turn on. And then we're going to count. So we're going to count from one to two. So one being your base, draw up, count to two, let a nice line of energy connect. It, it might appear to be white. Notice what you notice. And then from that navel point, if your two eyes are on the backside of your navel point, imagine you can pull back, come to your low sacrum, turn on light up. You're going to imagine there's a door that opens and your, your all-knowing higher self can enter the elevator at the base of your spine. And we're going to push it up to level three, which is your solar plexus. So go ahead and let that elevator, that energy rise right up the base of your spine. The door opens at level three. You're going to step off right at your diaphragm and then you're going to walk in. So like you're facing out, looking out a window right there at the center of your body, right where your ribs stop. And there's that little soft region. And from this pl place, we're going to count down. So we're going to count three, two, one. We're going to go to the core of the earth and then we're going to pull up. So count down three, Stay, staying strong and standing there. You're going you're gonna to hold. You're not going to move with it, but you're going to just draw down to two, three, head down to the core of the earth, pull up, one, two, three. And now your power center is set. So your third chakra represents your power center. So it's feeling fully embodied, fully open. It's the opposite of being, you know, curled up in a ball or curled up in that fetal position. You're, you're open, bright, shining. You're um, not afraid to be seen. And just imagine we're going to, we're going to expand this, this light. It's, it's quite massive and it's, it's um, gold. You might also see an image seeing a butterfly here for some of you. Imagine a golden light shooting out the back um, side body. So the direct opposite of the front side and then let it shoot out to the front. So back turn shoots out about seven to 10 feet front, get it to match that same distance and then let the energy wrap to your left and up toward your right, creating that nice sphere. And basically what this does and what this just did for a lot of you, it completely shifted your energy field to open up so your higher self could actually embody and be there. So when we talk about being out of time, another way to describe it is say your physical body may be, you know, holding in time, but your actual essence, your actual soul, like it's kind of timid or afraid. And so it actually hangs out like a couple feet um, off your physical body. So it's like, you never quite feel that. That's why I say some people feel like they can never get, get, started on something or they can never fully finish something or they can never come into their feelings or their expression to the full level that could be possible because it's like well that would be hard if you're if you're kind of like almost like a double um double version so many of you just you literally felt the physical just pop open and then you literally let your the all-knowing version of you your essence your higher self your soul step in so you're working as one and we're going to seal that up. So as you see that kind of 10 foot band radius at your solar plexus, 
let it drop down, creating a nice sphere coming down below the heels and then send it through the core of the earth, pull up and take a inhale and an exhale. And that inhale, exhale just merges and settles that connection. So you don't have to shrink and forget your power. Nice job. Okay, so pulling back on the solar plexus, we're gonna come up your spinal cord. We're gonna take that elevator up to level four and that's your heart. So as soon as we arrive right between the shoulder blades, get off at level four, walk out, just follow the path right to your heart. So if, you're, if your elevator door opens and you're facing the front body, you're gonna follow that path to the left. If your door opens in a different direction, go ahead and take your, your, your walk, your gander to that heart. And when you approach the heart, there is a door and it requires a key, but lucky for you, there's a key right in your back pocket. So you can just pull that key out, open it up. You might even feel quite elated that you, you actually are more prepared than you know. And this is the teaching of this experience. If we were to just sum up this podcast in a, in a nutshell, the, the higher self, the whole essence, the soul that, that chose to be here in this time is more prepared than you know. And the reason that we have to dissolve the, the personality, the pain, the trauma, the ego is because it's actually keeping that innate intelligence from arriving, from showing up, from being present in every, for being, from being present in every moment. So as you walk in, imagine you just have the most beautiful wand in your hand. Notice what hand it is. Is it your right? Is it your left? Is it your both? You can turn on the light of that wand. It's just the most expansive, expressive love wand and you can just start wafting it, painting it, radiating it all over the heart walls, the chambers. And that heart just starts to turn on light up like a gleeful, joyful, happy child. And we expand the essence of the heart throughout the entire body. So let that joy, that glee start to pump through the veins, get into all of the limbs, impact all the organs. And then we're gonna just open that essence up into your chest. So you can literally imagine, you can just draw those shoulder, shoulders back, open that chest up to the sun, the light, the eternal love. And we're gonna rise up the back of your spinal cord. So if you wanna arrive back on that elevator, you can. If that feels too constricting, you can literally just imagine you can um, climb up those vertebrae up the back of the neck, passing that throat chakra open expand extend we turn on the throat chakra in gold so a nice golden light just glows right there at the base of your throat right below that chin and then we're going to rise up the back of the head the helmet of the head coming to that top crown open expand extend imagine from the inside you can take your two eyes you can glance up through the opening at the crown it's just a nice um, kind of crystalline blue opening and we're gonna just reach up and receive. So there's nothing you have to do, there's no work. It's literally just commanding. You allowed that, that big massive sunroof to open right at the top of your head and you're just allowing the pure source light to come down and through. So think, think where I came from. 
and then go ahead and let the massive purity of the quantum start to pull through. Turning on lighting up, we're gonna focus on the left hemisphere of your brain. And as that comes down on the left hemisphere, go ahead and notice all this massive light turning on lighting up, pulling out any distortion. So any thought loops that no longer serve you, you can literally just see them being pulled out and dissolved into the earth. And we turn on light up, bringing all of your systems into rhythm. So. It's like if all the brainwaves were to work together, it's not so sporadic and, and taking you out of time. Coming down into your eye, removing any filters off the eye of that past pain, that past trauma, you can literally just see them pull off like a lens, dissolve and recycle into the earth. And then we're gonna melt down sinus, ear, jaw, coming into your, your throat, your, your clavicle, melting down bicep, elbow, forearm, wrist, palm, finger, expand, extend, and just send the purity of that radiation of that light coming through the crown. Send it right down through the heart and out the palm on your left side. And this is your receiving side. So imagine it just creates a channel. So maybe it expands out the palm of the left hand and then it runs up through the, the, the palm of the left foot. And maybe it redirects and it pumps out the left foot and then up through the left palm and you receive right in that heart space. So you can just really see if you were to scan this left side body, how clean, pure, expanded it already feels on the left. For those of you, if you're feeling a little stuck yet, go ahead and just send that energy right to your left hip, left groin. Letting that white light just pump through any stagnation. And this is a common place to be stuck because this is our receiver side and most, most women are running more masculine programs because that's what's been, that was the sign of the time. That's what, that's what we're leaving. So as this like reignites and turns on, we're actually starting to get comfortable within our skin, within our bodies. We can actually just relax and receive. We don't have to speak or know or command in that kind of old dogmatic masculine program. That's what's shifting. And this is, this is going to help the men. So going to help the men and women work together. And so naturally, we see how our two hemispheres are working together, because that then is going to determine how you're doing in relationship. So let's move to your right side, coming into that right side brain, letting the energy open, command, connect, coming right through into the mass on that right side, uh, noticing any sensation, any opening, any vibration as it compares to the left. And then just welcome it, invite it in, thank it. Let it turn on, light up, pull out any distortions, anything that's no longer serving you. We're gonna melt down the eye, pull off the lens. We're gonna open up the ear. A lot of you, the ear is completely closed on your right side. And so that's, that's kind of the excitement of this work 
when, when we get out of the physical, we open up to the quantum, we open up to say the possibility, um, your systems just start to turn on, light up and work in a new way. And it, it really brings an ease to, to support you. And that's, that's the joy that comes from it. So it, it, it makes the say more painful part of having to delete the past, come into present, stop, stop. Um, forcing yourself through into the future, it, 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 it makes it exciting. And you might start to feel that on this right side, which is your creative side. So opening up, we come down the throat, the chest, the clavicle, let it expand, extend. A lot of pinks and, and purples here. Let it expand through your right bicep, elbow, forearm, wrist, palm, finger, expand it out. And then with this hand, imagine you have that wand, that same wand in the heart or that paintbrush. Um, maybe you see a, a, a object or an image on the, the palm of the hand, like a really beautiful butterfly lands or a rainbow. And just imagine you can just waft that essence throughout your reality. So expanding it around your auric field. Ten foot uh, radius around you, above and below you. Can be even imagine you have a paintbrush and you can just paint this reality into every detail of your your physical spaces so your home your work your environments maybe maybe even expand it into your your vision what you want to create and that actually is going to draw us to our third eye which is your vision point so opening up at the third eye imagine you can just draw right between the brows noticing what's there is there an opening is there like a cork or a plug that needs to be pulled so that kind of little window can open up at that third eye point. Maybe you just can pop it out from the backside so your higher self, your all-knowing can help you out and just push it out, opening up, saying, here you go, I'll show you your visioning capabilities. And we're going to create an arc line. So see what color you see. I'm seeing kind of a line of like a blue vibrant thread. We're going to send that arc line up into that pure spirit space think high high heavens which is going to create the filter so it's going to it's going to pull out anything that's not real and then we're going to land it so create an arc line like a big rainbow and then drop it down maybe about 50 feet beyond your third eye point and we're going to hold a nice blue uh, orb and that orb is your possibility and so just let it land and many of you this is just expanding like you're just feeling the opening, you're going to feel um, much less stressed from your thoughts. You're going to be able to cast it up and out and hold that vision point. And then we're going to ground the vision point down. So follow that arc line down. It might pull at a diagonal toward your feet and then ground it to the core of the earth. So pull it through the earth and, and ground it, seal it, lock it in, put a padlock on that connection between your vision point and the core of the earth. Maybe use that same vision as the, the weight that we started with. And then we're going to pull the energy down. So pull back into your third eye, open up, pull down into the chest, the diaphragm. Just let a nice blue light just melt through your interior. This is peace, the frequency of peace. Bring it down through your internals, your hips your knees, your ankles, tops of your feet, and then expand it through and connect it. And then shoot out the radius. So send that nice blue light 
out at about 10 feet. And we keep going over your radius because you're literally getting into the identity of your energy body. So there's a percentage here who didn't realize that they had this like space to play in. And so we just keep coming back to it because each time we do, your system is, it's aligning to it. It's connecting to it. It's remembering the ability you have to vibrate beyond your physical. And then the beautiful thing about holding that space is you don't have to be hit so hard physically. You can start to notice when something's coming in because your literal energy body just, you, you start to feel a pressure and then you'll have the ability to stop, connect to the earth, ask what it is, command from the inside, push it out, hold your vision line, hold your vision point. It's almost like a reset. And then from there, you'll start to adopt new language, new communication. Take an inhale, exhale. Nice job. So just wrapping you with a nice love blanket, holding the whole sphere. Go ahead and command your essence into all of your homes. Um, as you do that naturally, your children's essence turn on and you can literally see their bubble of protection pop out and connect around them, holding in the earth core. And then your partners, your families, your communities, you can go out of the extensions. You can extend past the home. And it's kind of interesting just to see who shows up. So just be observant. And that's true power, where you're literally just holding in your identity. And then it inspires others to lock into theirs. So beyond your families, your communities, your friends, let's go ahead and command that to your entire state, giving people the nudge to lock into the purity of their identity, that one true reality aligning to time. And then we're gonna push out to the surrounding states. So just envision that. And then the entire Northern hemisphere Crossing all bodies of water will expand to, expand to and throughout the entire globe. Holding powerfully. If you start to lose connection, just connect back to that core, remind, reminding you of your strength. And then we'll go beyond the globe out into the planetary system and beyond into infinity. From that infinity space, take a look at your render, at your light, at your ability. And then as we come back in, we're gonna count down 10 to one, we'll bring you in body. We're gonna just pull in any wisdoms, any frequencies that are going to support you will just command for, for, for the highest good of this lifetime. So we're going to just download you with any new programs that are necessary for you to thrive in body, only asking for what's of your highest, purest ability. 10, 9, 
eight, seven. You can imagine your whole auric field is like a big net and it's just pulling in the possibility. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Let all of that download right into center body. Take an inhale. Exhale. Thank your higher self for showing her or himself participating. Let them know they're safe to stay, to guide, to love. And as we bring some uh, movement to the body, just noticing where you are, the toes, the fingertips, the two of you just merge and connect. So you can literally feel the energetic connection occurring in your cells. Honoring the fact that you just let go of a lot and pulled in a lot of new information. So you're gonna to wanna to give yourself some time to integrate. You'll continue integrating for like the next five days. And it would be good to keep a journal, track your dreams, meditate during that time. You might even do this a couple times. And let's just take our hands to touch, creating some heat, creating some energy. Let them connect. And let's rest right on that power center. So letting your two hands just come to touch right at your diaphragm. Maybe reciting, I am powerful. Feel that inhale, feel that exhale. And then go ahead and just let your hands shake out. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. I think we're going into some pretty cool times. When you see that aspect, like we're good. How that do you guys feel? Wow. <laughs> I feel so blessed. I did this Monday last night with you. And then today, um, I'm feeling really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I noticed when, I, when we started, I had all this tension in my neck. And in my shoulders, because we've been sitting a lot of the day. Mm -hmm. And now I just feel like lighter. I can't explain it. Mm -hmm. But I truly feel lighter. Mm -hmm. Well, and most people, like Stephanie's experienced me. This is your first time. So typically what most people do when they know they're going to come into vibration with me, they start to load up because they're ready to let it go. And they know at a higher level, you know that I can support you in the, in the wash. And that's what just happened to a lot of people too, that experienced me for the first time. So it's really not me. It's just, you're literally being guided through how your system handles things. And then because there's like a higher agreement that it's like, okay, this is like what we're coming into. Um, that's it. It then, then just like, it's done. And when, when, it, when you let go of it, 
it's very interesting because it doesn't, you can really see from this space, like most people, and that's, now I'll go back to that point about people thinking that their truth and their identity is real. When you actually are in the meditative state and you're, you're connecting to say circumstances or things, you can really see that nothing really matters. You know, so most, that's just a really powerful reminder, even though your system is so programmed to react. And that brings us back to that central nervous system. It's in those moments of reaction that you're literally having this awareness of like, oh yeah, you know, and then naturally just just depending on how people adapt and evolve and integrate with new information, some might hold for like a week and then you might start to see that kind of feeling stress pressure come in. And that's where I'll just remind you to come into body, visualize the light after you connect to the earth, push out, get all your systems in alignment and things start to just naturally take care of themselves. Behaviors just naturally shift or change. They're not, they're not such a say trigger pointer right there to, to be present. Yes, I can attest to that. I love, and I think just getting into a practice where you're doing this on a regular basis. Obviously, we talk about meditation a lot on this podcast. Um, so I just encourage everyone to find you. We can link up all this in the show notes too. Um, if they want, join your Monday night meditation because then just that helps with the accountability. And then you have mm-hmm. access to a lot of recorded meditations. I think it's really important when you're starting out that you have a little bit of structure and accountability, and then you can just do this on your own and you have the tools that you can, like you just said, Mm -hmm. ground. Um, But where can people find you? Um, And tell us a little bit about, you know, I know you can get a free 20 minute um, consultation and you mentioned a special offer for the meditation program. So um, every Monday night I'm live through Zoom and it, it's a membership uh, pl- program, but we're, we're live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Central and we do a 30 minute guided experience, very similar to what we just went through. I track with the themes of what's happening in the world, the months, the weeks, and then I also, you know, get viewers. I'm tracking the viewers and the community's experience. So every Monday you can, you can pop in with a question. It could be completely personal. It could be more broad. Um, there's always to, to that I take those, those questions and then those kind of shape our themes. So that's an awesome program. You get a free week trial to start your first month is $15. And then from there it's 25 a month. And the, the, the way in which people have shifted just through doing that program, like, there's been a couple examples that I have just from um, guests, uh, clients that have been in for like a full year and they really don't do privates with me um, that often, but then like we check in and it's just amazing how much their, their system shifts. And it's not just the meditation, but it's, you know, it's just so much happening um, that they're, they're being activated each week. So it really helps people to, stay consistent with their practice each week, especially when we're together on Monday and we're kind of like, you know, um, shooting it off. And then I do offer discovery calls. So 
discovery calls are, they are $50 and you, it's basically a time for us to come together so you can see if we are a fit. If there's a part of you that's just like, I just know, um, I would just consider booking an initial, which is my hour session. And that's where I start with people. Um, if we were to go past the, the first discovery call and it feels like a fit. Um, but if you're, if, if you're one of those where you're, you can literally start to get into the vibration of your soul jumping out and saying, this is it, um, that's going to be worth um, all of your time and money because so much can just be shifted in that hour. Um, and then I also have an eight-week program for people who are really looking to come into their power and purpose and launch. So it's called Activate, A-C-T-V-8, and it's an eight-week course where you come together with a group of people and we run through eight weeks. And essentially how you can think of it is it's like a container. So the first three weeks are built that we basically drop all the baggage that's been keeping you from, say, launching you don't have to have an idea of what you're launching into. It could just be that you're launching into your soul's purpose and you have no idea what that is. That's fine. Um, I've seen all variations and I actually have a really neat testimonial video on that page on my website. So my website is vanessafiles.com. And if you click the membership tab on the top, you'll see the meditate program and activate and activate will lead you to um, a lot more information and some videos to actually see what, what people have created. So, and we'll um, link up all that. Vanessa, awesome. In yeah. the show notes. So as we wrap up Vanessa, one last thing we'd like to ask our guests is what does the art of living well mean to you? All right. Well, let's ask the most updated version of myself. <laughs> <laughs> the art of living well is the ability to have the courage to connect to the truth of your identity so that you can create and be of service to the level in which you are designed to show up on this planet at this time to experience and to hold in the abundance of what's possible that's beautiful beautiful and yeah so a, such a great way to sum up everything we just talked about and everything that you just shared. And I'm just struggling to like, I'm so calm right now. I'm struggling to, to come back into podcast mode. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have so to. Am I. <laughs> and this is, this is the perfect example to even show the viewers. It's like a lot of times we're running out of a program. It's that central nervous system. And when you, when you open up into the flow state, and to actually stay in that state and then just see the natural abilities and opportunities that come through, it starts to paint like a figure eight, playing with that. And that's where the creation comes from. Because when we come into something so controlled, well, then it's going to, the essence of what we create, it's going to come out of that control pattern. And then when we get into that, like, wow, wow, nothing matters. What should I do? all these possibilities pop in and that's what's happening on the world that all the new systems are available. They're going to be just available for grab. It's like you're sitting in your little bubble and there's freeways. It's like, Oh, that looks fun. It's like you're at the, an expo of the, the new possibility. And it's like, 
you can just grab it and start to tap into the frequency of it. And then you might get downloaded with the next invention, the next product, the next, you know, financial institution, the next medical system, you know, like that, that's, and, and that's these young kids. That, that's why they don't have time to get unprogrammed. They're like, all right, we can already have businesses on Instagram and YouTube. What do we have to go to school for? Eh, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Just, I'm excited to be just more open to the possibilities of all that. I know everyone took a lot away. All of our listeners will get a lot out of this and be wanting more because there's so much more to be had. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. We really appreciate it. It was wonderful. It was enlightening. It was relaxing. (laughs) Yay. I'm so happy to have joined you and and thank you. Thank you for, for, for bringing me on and holding the space for this opening through your Art of Living podcast. Yes. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the Art of Living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well. Mm-hmm.